It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. 100 billion dollars. Minus ninety-nine billion, but we're, but it's still a billion dollars. Yeah, well, it's a billion. Uh, maybe they have changed the billboards because uh, when we all came in, you guys said it still said nine hundred. Yeah, do something. Come on, nine nine nine, right? Gee, isn't it's about our entertainment, don't you know? Powerball. Is, isn't that what they did last time? I thought they did. I can't remember. Huh. So uh, we shall see. But it's at least a billion for tomorrow night, and then tonight's Mega Millions, which we're not even. That's like scoffing at. It's only six forty. Nonsense. <laughs> Why bother? The heck needs that. You don't even save your money. Had a bit of an incident in uh, South Florida. This is more Miami-Dade, but the uh, the Walmart yacht was in town, and the Echo Climate terrorists decided to uh, deface it, apparently. I guess it was one of the, the daughters, uh, the, uh, the Walton family. Yeah. And they decided to write, okay, you take a billion-dollar yacht. I don't know how much this thing is worth. Obviously, a great deal of money. And then you spray paint it. You consume others suffer yeah. in red and black spray paint hmm. on the side of this yacht. Hmm. What does that cost to get fixed? Oh, I'm sure they can afford it, but still. Wow. So they're out there, and they find... Do you think the eco-terrorists even knew who they were, like who it belonged to? Probably not. Unless, unless, I mean, course, unless it, it has, says, the, has says Wally World on the back of it, or the, Walmart, or I mean, I, I don't know. Has the actual logo on the on the name? It could very well I be. Know. You know, I. It's funny because I love the names of boats when you see them. And oh, you know, I love them. I always think, how did you come up with that name? Some of them are just so clever, but others, like I was at the Boca Raton Resort and Club once doing an event, and we were there, we were right near the marina, and out the outside there was this huge yacht. And I kept on looking at it, so I finally walked around the back of it and said Claire's. It was the guy that owns the Claire's stores oh, right? in all the malls, yeah. Oh. So, and it was a big yacht. Huh. So, I mean, sometimes it just gives it away. Now, I wonder if the billionaires are going to kind of like hide their identity in their yachts soon so that they don't get stuff like that spray painted on the side. I don't know. Well, why or do they, they not care? Why don't they go spray paint John Kerry's plane? No, oh, which he, he he's saving the planet. He doesn't own it anymore. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. He yeah, just he, rents it. He just he dumped that plane the minute he was chastised. I was oh. like, well, I sold that last year. He's oh, got okay. a yacht, too. Yes, Come on he now. he probably does. As he increases his carbon footprint but tells you to like live like uh, the Amish. Isn't his wife? Which isn't a bad way to live, I think. Isn't, isn't his wife the Heinz ketchup person? Uh, that, Is the, that him? The heiress to that, yeah. yeah. So maybe it's his Heinz or 57. Got a big ketchup bottle. <laughs> it's just as red. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a big piece of carbon coal. <laughs> Rub it in your face. There you go. Take that, John Kerry. I don't know. Uh, swamp news. A papal envoy is headed to Washington in Why? the Vatican's effort to bring peace to Ukraine. This is what? the first time. Now, you may be wondering, okay, why is the Vatican getting wow. involved in this whole thing? But I'll give him credit for this. First time in a long time I've heard any, anybody calling for peace. You're right. Have you noticed in a, in this world conflict, what's been noticeably missing is people begging for peace accords. Nobody. Not the Russians. Mm, not, not the Ukrainians. And not certainly us. not us. Yeah. So I I fully welcome somebody actually talking about a peace deal. So okay, they're going to send this Cardinal Matteo Zuppi. Yeah. Ah, he's going to meet with President Biden. Okay. Later today, it's on a three-day visit, so he's probably going to go through all the hierarchy, hierarchy in the administration. Uh, who's going to listen to him? Now, remember, Biden's Catholic. 
I mean, you're sending you're sending the right hand man to the yeah, Pope to see a, you. You better pay attention, Mr. Yeah, President. He's a good, fine, upstanding Catholic, isn't he? Yeah, sure. Isn't he sure? When it's convenient, uh, you know. Well, yeah, I'm you know. Catholic, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> it is. I mean, it's it's noticeably different. Somebody actually talking about peace to Ukraine. Haven't heard it yet. That's First time I've heard it. That's great. Well, good. Maybe I'll like this Pope again. I hope so. I don't know. It'd be nice to see if something's done other than war and us mm-hmm. giving them money and ammunitions and people and everything else. I don't know. I wonder about this administration each and every day. How many more days do they have? Can we start a calendar of days I'm telling and just you. check them off? Right. Because, yeah. oh, they're trying to tell me he, he raised $77 million, the Biden campaign. When? I don't know. They said he's got seventy-seven million dollars in his coffers. I'm like, from who? It sounds insane. To who me. gave me that? Who gave him that much money? When it comes to them and numbers, yeah, I got a lot of questions. Maybe it was seven point seven million, and it came from you know his relatives. Maybe it was eighty-one million. You know, oh, that's a true. million for each vote. For each uh, vote. Yeah. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know who they're looking at here, but they've done it. What? They, they being, I guess, social science. Uh, the Consumer Affairs Office for the Department of Transportation and the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration did a big study. Yep. Who are the worst drivers in America? And they looked at the wrong place, I think. Well, they looked at things like fatalities, yeah. numbers due to bad driving, mm-hmm. DUIs, aggressive. Okay, you can't tell me we don't have the most aggressive drivers in the world right here in South Florida. We've got it all. Uh, they're crazy. They go from the left lane to the right lane, the right lane to the left lane. They don't look. They just cross. They cut you off. The worst drivers are in what state, Bill? Tennessee. Where, where, where are they going? Well, they got two big cities there, right? Right. They, in all of those stats that you just mentioned, they compiled all of that. Mm-hmm. And statistically speaking, Tennessee has the worst drivers, they say. And they're saying the worst city. I've never been there. You've, have you been to Memphis? Sure. Is it really bad? I didn't notice. Didn't really drive around too much. But they say Memphis, Tennessee has the worst drivers in the, in the country. Hmm. Uh, worse than New York City, worse than Boston, worse than Miami. Come on. That doesn't sound exactly right. Have you ever driven in Boston? Yes. Well, you have, but I mean, if you've never driven in a city, you know, Boston, it was like you you have to be aggressive or you die, you get eaten. Only the strong survive. It's That's true. what my driving instructor <laughs> told me. Who was your driving instructor? Really? A driving instructor told you that? Absolutely. Really? Of course. I remember when I was I was 15 years old, my father put me behind the wheel, and we started driving. I go, where are you going? He goes, Boston. I said, we're going to Boston? And I'd never driven before, like on a major highway. And he goes, you want to learn how to drive? You better learn how to get into the Callahan Tunnel. I went, oh my God. But I up, learned. Up there, Manhattan, Chicago, I get it. It's challenging. The roads are challenging. Somebody please explain to me what's tough about driving down here. It's a grid. Yeah. It shouldn't be bad. It should be easy. It's a lot of traffic, sure. <laughs> it shouldn't be this bad. Horrific. When's the last time you drove down into Miami? Oh, it's been years. I because I avoid it like a plague. It's just the worst, and it shouldn't be bad. During the when there was less people on the road during COVID and stuff, I went down there a couple of times. Lauren had business down there. I went with her. I'm like, this is great. Roads are fine. There's no problem. You know what the problem is? The people. <laughs> God. I used to have to go down there once a week for like three years in a row. And I, I used to, I used to the, you know how we get the, the Sunday squeamies? I used to get it like if we had to go on a Monday, it'd start on Friday. I'd be like, oh my God, I got to go to Miami on it's Monday. It's like, oh, it's coming. No. Oh, Don't do this to me. Drive down there. And I used to leave at like 4.30 in the morning just to avoid traffic. And I still ran into traffic. 
I, I, you know, if you live in Miami or you drive to Miami on a daily basis, God love you, because you're far better than I am. I'd never make it. So what's the city with the safest drivers on the opposite end? Number one, Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know why? There's nobody there. Because one day out of the week, they're all inside <laughs> watching the Packers. There's no traffic. Carrie North, North Carolina came in second. It's a great little town. There's like nothing in Cary, North Carolina. I have noticed in the Carolinas, they are all convinced they're NASCAR drivers. They're good drivers, but they're really, really fast. You should get them on the, yeah, get them on those switchback roads, too, when they're trying to pass you. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> like, don't do it now. No, there's somebody coming. That's right. <laughs> don't do it. Man. Anyway. All right, we've got some more headlines. Powerball update coming up next. We've got uh, some news on that. I guess that IRS whistleblower, the one that's not named, is coming to the swamp tomorrow. Oh, wow. We're all getting ready for that. How do you like that? Good. Huh. I like it. So they're calling him what? He's got a letter. X, Y, Z. Whistleblower X or something? Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm like, okay. We got that and uh, another feel-good story, too, coming your way next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. This is Powerball. I wonder if anybody, because we've been here a few hours, I wonder if the billboards are updated yet, because Diener saw it, I saw it, he saw the North one, I saw the Lake Worth one. 900 is still on, but don't you buy the hype. It has rolled over again. To a billion at least. I see. I think it was at least nine fifty last night, and they just kind of sandbag it. I think you're right. You know, they did have a couple of two million dollar winners, but none of them were in our state. But there, then there were others that were a million dollars. So, as Bill always says, don't throw your ticket away until you check it. And For, run it through uh, five the, years. <laughs> I always run it through like ten times. I know because of you. Uh, well, I know. Sorry, paranoia you, is contagious. Me. Yes, you're not kidding. So now it, I wait till it resets, and then they put it in. Says so not a winner. I go, no, it's lying to me. <laughs> I think I spent all this money. It's got to be in one number. It's funny, though, too. I do the same thing. You got to wait till it says, okay, not a winner, but wait till it clears and says, welcome to Powerball right, or Florida, gotta, or whatever yeah, it is. It's got to reset. You got to go reset before you check it again. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. And then you run it through again. Yeah. And it's your fault that and I then do again. this. And then I give it to the person to run it at the, at the machine. Okay, that's even worse than me. <laughs> then it says, <laughs> not a winner written on it. Then I know it's not a winner. <laughs> <You know? laughs> People must think that we're holding up the lines oh forever. Oh my god, it's terrible. Um, and and it's I know I'm slow fault. at that thing, so I do. I let people go ahead of me if they have a quick little thing, because I know that I'm going to be checking them forever. Oh, you're that person I, I curse at. Well, I don't have the fanny pack yet. Oh god, it happened again. The guy that jeez, <laughs> he's got about eighty thousand tickets in there, and he goes every one of them. Here comes Morty. <laughs> I'm come, representing my condo. Right. <laughs> let me buy seven hundred single oh, well. tickets. Can we put those all on one ticket, sir? No. It's like, okay, here's all the cards. So, it's you know what? They got to go somewhere to buy their tickets. Oh, so I shouldn't absolutely. complain, you know. Uh, swamp news, the first pretrial hearing in the classified documents case. Remember that? Against former oh. President Trump is set for today. Wow. Ah, pretrial stuff. They kind of get their ducks in a row. They talk to both sides. They say, what are you going to present? Blah, blah, blah. It's likely to focus on how classified materials will be shared between Trump's attorneys and special counsel Jack Smith's team. Hmm. Judge overseeing the uh, case has set the trial to begin next month. Federal prosecutors asked for it to be moved to December. Most likely, they want to push this thing ahead in the future, don't they? Well, yeah, because they don't want it to interrupt with the election. <laughs> Get it out of the way. They want it to go away completely. So, And let's face it, let's give little Fort Pierce, Florida, some time to prepare for this thing. It was funny because I'm trying to remember who I was with the other day, and they went... 
you do realize they're doing this case in Fort Pierce. And I went, yeah. And they went, where are these people going to go? Exactly. And everybody, anybody who's familiar with downtown Fort Pierce has said the same thing. Number one, there's not much to do there. But more importantly, where are these people all going to park? Where are they going to stay? Where are they going to stay? Is there a possibility to build a pop-up hotel for a media? <laughs> I, I get a feeling most are going to stay in probably Vero Beach. The world media is going to be at this thing. Yeah, they'll go. I don't. The Disney hotels in Vero, it's probably already booked. Gloria Estefan's place is already booked. I, you know, they built a couple of new hotels in Stewart, so maybe they'll go there. Who knows? But they're not staying at Fort Pierce because there's not many places to stay. Build a hotel. You got time. Yeah, they could by the time they get here between all the appeals. If you've got an Airbnb in that area, though. Oh, God. I, I really would get ready. I, who I knows what the, every but every camera and microphone of the world is going to be. And in that you know town. what? Uh, they all have to be there, right? And networks pay a great deal of money. So they do. Yeah. So just be prepared. You could make a nice little penny out of this deal. Uh, this combines, I guess you'd call it the Me Too movement because it did come out of that and entertainment. The What's Kevin that? Spacey trial. Yeah, this is, is going to get going here in a couple of days in London. Listen to this. One of the key witnesses testifying on his team, on mm-hmm. his behalf, is none other than Elton John. That's a big deal. And Elton London. John's wife, a husband is yep, doing it, right. too. Now, Kevin Spacey, the actor, great actor, too. I love him. He has said all along, he said, I am innocent of these charges, apparently harassing young men. It was, you know, like assault charges, I guess. He has said, I am innocent, number one. He's also said on the record, when this is done, I'm going to expose everything of these false claims and the things that happen in Hollywood. Wow. So I cannot wait for this. Yeah, this is happening in England. First it happened here, now it's happening in England. And he said in every single one of these cases, these guys just want money. That this was all consensual. It was nothing, you know, lewd or lascivious as they're trying to make it. He was like, you know what? It, it, they all agreed. They were dates or they were pickups or whatever the case may be. But either way, he says he was innocent. The alleged victim in this one, the London one, has doubled down that uh, some groping had happened even if he admits that he may have gotten the date wrong. Oh. How does something this flimsy actually get this far? I don't know. Because there's uh, multiple charges against the guy? I guess. You know what? It's, it's in this world, it's, uh, look what they did to his career. He lost almost every gig he had the minute those allegations came out. Kevin Spacey has been blacklisted. Yeah, you can't touch him. No. And, and, or, and no one will touch him. He's kind of like the Johnny Depp was kind of same right. situation only in this case it's it's guys making the accusations uh he said but he has been adamant that all of these allegations are false and that uh this was all they were all willing and able so if that's the case and you can prove it but to have elton john you know people look at elton john as you know he he's he's a god let's be honest especially you know? in london yeah he's a he's a big deal mm. and he, he and kevin spacey apparently are very good friends and i don't know if he was present at any of these encounters i would assume or he's just there to be a character witness yeah right or maybe he's there to say hey this has happened to me before if it's amazing how people like to take advantage of a situation just have to be careful. I know the whole theory, they smoked this fire, and a lot of people, geez, on two continents have accused him of this, but I don't know. A lot of this seems really shady. Remember the thing on Martha's Vineyard, that one? Oh, that was the newscaster's son, wasn't that the yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She made it all, didn't they make it up? That was very, very flimsy as yeah. well. And they, they got, well, it got thrown out before it ever went anywhere. Uh, so we shall see. I've always liked Kevin Spacey. I think he's a great actor. Great actor, we know that much. Kaiser Sose.
Oh, jeez. Who it's all is I Kaiser Soze? It's all I remember. It's like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> that was the great movie. Craziness. Usual suspects, if you don't know. Go see it. Great movie. But he does. He And he has said this every single time. I'm going to blow the lid off what this scheme is about to falsely accuse people. Okay. Well, I, I, we'll see. I, I would love to see that. Oh. That's for sure. Because I got a feeling it's people you least expect would go down in it. Well, we'll see uh, what's going on in Rapid Fire. Just a couple of minutes away, we'll catch you up on all the news and more. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's that time. So we'll catch up together on what's going on in the world, Jen, our leadoff hitter. This is probably something you're not going to see much about because God forbid if the woke world wants this to get out. And it's very odd that you see somebody who's with a police union take on so brazenly the city council and the police department. The vice president of the Los Angeles Police Union, her name is Jaretta Sandoz. They were going through negotiations with the L.A. Police Department. And in the middle of those negotiations on a Facebook page where there were a number of cops talking about leaving the LAPD because they weren't appreciated, she chimes in and says, quote, go somewhere that respects the work you do and you don't have to beg for a great contract. Oof. She went on to say, go somewhere that has a city council or a city manager that openly acknowledges the great work that you do. Go somewhere that doesn't have two or more city council members who hate you. No exaggeration. <laughs> wow. She went on to say that it's very, very discouraging, and I understand. She said, go somewhere else where you will be appreciated. And it went on and on. And well, it, it, of course, she got all kinds of backlash because as a union representative, she's telling the, the city council is trying to say, well, you're telling all your cops to leave. And she goes, these people were already leaving. You've yeah, already lost. Anyway. You lost a thousand of them since 2019. Yep. Thousand cops have left LAPD. They're down to just over nine thousand cops in that city, and they need a whole bunch more. Of course, so the mayor bad. there is. You know, she's calling it a state of you know an emergency because of the homelessness situation. Yet she's got nobody to patrol because she has no cops. Yet they don't support the cops. They waged a war. An ideological war against police officers in this country. What the hell did you think was going to happen? Ah, you know what? I'm sorry. And then they cry and moan about it, about the rising crime rate that they created. It's it's like, hello. I, I don't understand it. I, I really don't. But I got a feeling that uh, Jaretta Sandoz, they made her take down her comments. But I got a feeling they're going to find a reason to get rid of her on that union. It's ridiculous. Well, good for her for speaking wow. out. Wow. How about that? This yeah. is another Western-based story, but it affects all businesses. And boy, is this different than even... I'd say even a year ago. The burger chain in and out Yeah. Which they, they just announced a couple of months ago they, they are going to build a couple out here. I think they start the first in Tennessee. Eastern ones. Yeah. They're going to Tennessee, yeah. They're going to get this. They're going to be barring employees from wearing masks in five states. Wow. As opposed to when we were hearing about all kinds wow. of restaurants where mask requirements were happening. in and out huh. is barring employees from wearing them. Starting August 14th, employees in Nevada... Arizona, Colorado, and Utah and Texas will not be allowed wow. to wear a medical mask at work unless they have a doctor's note. Wow. We're talking about how times have changed. Well, you know, you know, well if you think about it, you know what? If, if you want to be met by somebody, somebody friendly when you're ordering your well, food and you look up and you see a is. mask, and all you see is their little beady eyes looking at you. That's what it is. It, it, they have done their own internal studies. And if you're asking, well, why would they do that? Just let people wear a mask if they 
The new guidelines emphasize the importance of customer service and the ability to show employees smiles, just yeah. like you intimated there, Jen. It's true. It's massively important. You know, you don't realize how bad some of the customer services at, at fast food places here in South Florida until you go to a place like Tennessee or South Carolina and you pull up and they go, howdy, how you been? Nice to have you here at mixed fried chicken or whatever yeah. it is. And they're all smiles and they're happy. We went once, we took the kids, we were in Ohio, we took them to a place. I remember Sam turned around, look at me, she goes, what's wrong with this girl? She's smiling. <laughs> you know? I was like, like, that's what they're supposed to do. That happened to me, I looked around me like, <laughs> like uh, am I on wrong? camera? Yeah, it's like, it's amazing, the difference. I, I can't tell you, true. during the whole COVID crap, even down here, the whole mask thing, two restaurants I had walked into, two customer service situations I walked into, and all I got, couldn't see the person, they're hiding behind the mask, and they're just... I'm sorry, what? Huh? Couldn't understand a word they were saying. I can't understand you. You're not trying. You're hiding behind the mask. God knows what you're saying. I walked out two plays. It happened twice. I walked out. I'm not not dealing with this. I don't blame you. I walked in that one place, very popular one place. They literally sat me five feet away from the hostess thing, and she wouldn't let me walk in without a mask on. I remember that. I went, you've got to be kidding me. Are we ever going to look back? Will history record it correctly when we look back at the preposterous time that we just lived through and said how did we lose our minds in this country how did that how did we allow that to happen i'll we say will. one word fauci yep. yeah well yeah that's true we will the, the normal populace will but the mainstream will will act like they were never part of it well, it's happening with politicians now right, and and right. big business leaders this thing no i never said that they're Liars. They're, they're on record Saying that, threatening you to to fire you if you didn't get uh, a vac shot. Yep, or you didn't wear a mask or whatever. It's just insane what that was. Mass psychosis. Closing beaches and parks. That was my all-time favorite. Yeah, oh, the How, basketball courts. Yeah, the basketball court. They put two. <laughs> they put chopped up two by fours of basketball courts so young, healthy kids couldn't go outside get vitamin D and exercise. That's that right. was my my second favorite. Was that jackass? Oh, that guy on the, our beach is dressed up like the Grim oh, Reaper. That's right. That's How right. nobody ever beat the crap out of that fool, I will never understand. Yeah. Where is he? Still walking on Jacksonville he's, Beach? He's probably still hiding inside. My God. I can only hope. Well, on that note, guys, I will say the aliens are coming. It's what? happening. Oh, please. <laughs> what now? You don't say. The Greys are coming to my house for gnocchis finally? There's, yes, they okay, are. Good. They're texting me. They're on their way. All right. Uh, next Wednesday, actually, to be exact. Because... They prefer linguine, by the way. <laughs> linguine. Yeah. Clam sauce? I don't no, know what red, you want. red sauce. Red okay. sauce, yeah. Um, they're, they're coming next Wednesday because the uh, Congress Oversight Committee is going, or I should say the House Oversight Committee, is having their official UAP hearing. There's been a lot of speculation about this. Yep. Uh, Representative Tim Burchett from Tennessee, Marco Rubio's talked about it, uh, different names. Uh, actually, Anna Paulina Luna, right? It's her name, Representative yeah. from Florida. Mm-hmm. She's talked about having these hearings, and it's happening. So next Wednesday, they're going to bring in, they haven't said who the witnesses are. They're saying high-level whistleblowers will be on the stand public testimony. They're going to talk about what they know for everybody to hear. Is it going to be just like Independence Day when the president finds out there's aliens living in, you know, experimental rooms, underground? Plausible deniability, Jen. That's what it's all about. Do you think they reveal anything? Um, I don't know. It depends on who they bring up. I think their, I think their move is to have the hearings, and then that's it. Because they always, every time this be. happens, they walk it right up to revealing anything, and then they reveal nothing and send it deeper underground. Every single time. That's that's what remains to be seen. Yep. You know, we'll see how it all works out, but they're going to put it out to the public, and we'll see what's said. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah. Right there.
Man, I got a feeling your whistleblowers aren't going to show. Maybe. Or they're just going to make stuff up. <laughs> anyway, when they show up my house for Linguini or whatever they That's want. That's when you know. That's the That's sign. That's when I know they're here. They have, they have to testify under oath. So for them, I hope they wouldn't be making it up. <laughs> you shall see. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a sad day for many in Hollywood, but a very happy day for one Bill Adams. Bill? Oh, what happened? Okay, who, who's your hall pass? Who's one of your hall passes? Whoa, hey, whoa. <laughs> you were going to get me in so much trouble. Oh, like your wife doesn't know that you've, like, you know, lusted over now, this woman now for Now I have to go and find my iPhone to see if Lauren's on the road listening. <laughs> well, there's... there's uh, and I remember when she got married, they got married here at the Breakers. They did, actually. And remember, they had one of those IV buses outside. Vitamin B. Because people were getting so hammered, they'd go outside, go sit in the bus for a couple hours, and go back out and start drinking again. It was like a three-day affair. Yeah, they had like a recovery room. Yeah. Jeez. Sophia Vergara and her husband, Joe. How do you say his last name? Is it M- Manganello? Honestly, I've never been able M- to say it. Anyway. Manganello or something yeah, like I, that? Yeah, they said Manganello the other day, and they went, I don't think so. They're, anyway. They're divorced. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after seven years of marriage, they're getting a divorce. Yeah, and I told Bill the other day. I said, "Your girl Sophia, she's in Italy celebrating her birthday without her husband. She's getting a divorce. Nah, it's not happening." No, he didn't. It's, it started like this. Oh, Bill, your girl. I went. Who are we talking about? <laughs> said there's trouble <laughs> in paradise. She and then I said, she's, "She looks unbelievable." I she said, does. She looks really skinny. Yeah. I think it's at the divorce thirty-five. She's yeah. She's already looking skinny. She's great. She did her birthday. And how old? 50, 51. 51. She 51. Looks- her fifty-first. Birthday Instagram photo was uh, a selfie bikini thong photo. It went viral. It was oh, it went viral. All right. (laughs) She's a good-looking woman. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You were right though. You called it then. Ah, well, you don't go. You don't go on your birthday with your girlfriends if you're married. I'm just saying. All right. Oh, I thought you were talking about the photo. Oh, the photo was incredible. That was a photo saying, "I'm available." (laughs) (laughs) You don't make enough money. (laughs) (laughs) More tourists being caught to facing Rome's Colosseum. Unfortunately. Oh, come on. Did they catch this one? Is it another uh, Brit? Well, they know, like, I think they know her. 17-year-old girl from Switzerland was seen reportedly carving her own initials into a wall, so she was single. You know, not like the other couple. To the ancient monument by a tour guide. Oh, God. Uh, 17-year-old from doing? Germany was caught apparently doing something similar. Each could be fined as much as 15,000 euros. Ooh. Uh, could risk five years in jail. That's the same consequence a British tourist from last month faces where they finally tracked him down. Oh, that guy. That idiot. Has this been something that's been going on the whole time and they're just paying attention to it now? Because you remember with that story, the guy that caught him on video went to the Italian cops and they went, eh. Nah, you know what? I, I toured the Coliseum. You couldn't touch anything. So I don't know how these people are carving stuff. I don't know. Maybe they don't patrol it like they used to. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's such a disrespectful, stupid thing to do. I don't get right. it. I don't Tell get you, it. And when you go underneath the Coliseum where they used to keep all the, you know, the prisoners, the Christians, before oh, they yeah. came out to fight the lions, it's it's an eerie feeling down there. Well, it's that's like, where they should put these folks. I think so. Just, Just let them stay sit. there at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, the no. Ghosts. Yeah. Oh God, you think it's no. haunted? It's got to be. It's oh, got to be, right? It's got to be. With all, all the, the negative death energy? That, yeah. yeah. Death that took place there. The Romans, uh. they, they had a thing. They changed the Coliseum configuration quite a few times because the people were getting bored. <laughs> like it wasn't entertaining enough with the Christians and Lions. So they did a thing. They brought in the aqueducts where if, if the Christians were winning, they'd flood it. Good Lord. <laughs> they were just, it's just awful. It's like a horror movie. <laughs> it was just terrible. Like, I tell gosh. you. Gosh. Like, <laughs> wow. That, um, did you hear about this, guys, with this iPhone? I'll finish off with this. So, yeah, we all had the old iPhone, or oh, at least yeah. Bill and I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I know. 
Well, the very first one that came out in 2007, first generation iPhone, four gigabytes of memory. It didn't last too long. It was only on the shelves for a couple months because then they came right back out with the eight gigabyte memory, which I think I had that one. I think I did too. I, I remember I, that one. Yes. Stored like six phone numbers? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you were full. You had like, like 30 done. photos. And... <laughs> That was the big one to get because it had more memory and then they eventually took four gig off because no one was buying it. Well, now, turns out that phone became rare because it wasn't sold so much. Someone who bought the first iPhone and kept it in the box, sealed up. Oh, come on. Oh, that's like a... It's like a Barbie. Pristine, yeah. It is called the Holy Grail of Phones, and it just sold at auction for $190,000. Oh, come on. I swear to you. There were really not that many that Apple held back. I mean... I maybe wow. they destroyed them for wow. proprietary purposes. I Almost know. the price of the current one. Oh, I know, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, so you can trade it in and get an iPhone 14 <laughs> plus. <laughs> man, they can finally afford it. It's like, it's like a new mortgage. <laughs> You're not that's kidding, crazy. man. That's crazy. Yeah. Ridiculous. What do you do with an old iPhone in a package? I don't know. Someone had the forethought. But somebody, you know what, it, it belongs like in a museum is where it belongs. Yeah. yeah. All right, coming up next, is this, uh, speaking of prices, is this a sign of things to come? Ford just announced they're cutting the price of their electric trucks. Oh, really? Cutting the price. What does that mean? Mm. That and that serial, <laughs> Long Island serial killer case getting creepier. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. EWFTL mobile app. Listen live and more free in your app store. 100 billion dollars. It's a slight exaggeration, but it's still a billion dollars. Powerball has done it. Yeah, isn't that wild? Uh, it's, do you realize there hasn't been a winner since April? That's that's a long time. Wait, they keep on going. We might not have a winner until August. One never knows. There were uh, a couple of $2 million winners oh, but yeah. in states that uh, none were Florida. I think Arkansas was or Tennessee was the closest. So, so now we're looking for tomorrow night a billion-dollar Powerball. Billion plus, really. Wow. Jackpot lottery. Good luck if you're playing. Good luck. Good luck. Well, I actually you, forgot on this one. I really did. You didn't have didn't a buy, ticket? Didn't buy any tickets. <gasps> well, tonight, you know, you can, you can like, you know, play with the paupers and buy a ticket for Mega Millions. It's $640 million. Don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Ah. I got to put all my karma towards one thing. Really? Yeah, I can't concentrate. Good, I put all my karma on tonight's Mega Millions <laughs> then. I'll be the pauper and take the 640 Why didn't you say you mistakenly bought a bunch of Mega oh, Millions Oh, I got like tickets? 20 tickets. I, right. I don't know how I did it. Well, that's the story. You're going to be reading a story in a couple of weeks. Florida woman accidentally buys way too many Mega Millions tickets and wins. Wait, that's me. I was like, I uh, somewhere along the line, I kept on buying these tickets. I don't yeah. know. I wow. screwed up, but I got too many now. Uh, just a quick update on the Long Island. I guess that's the official name. You know how they always have names? That the Long Island serial killer case from uh, Gilgo Beach. This guy, this Rex Uriman guy, the architect, they're thinking now uh, they're very close to charging him with more official murders. He has pleaded not guilty. His lawyer says he has nothing to do with it. There's a rumor now that he had an accomplice. Yeah, you know, it's funny because if you do a Google search for current serial killers, uh, one of the first ones that comes up is the Gilgo Beach murderers. And they say they listed it as a couple. Really? Yeah, it was really uh, – they always assumed. That's and it was crazy. And it was based on how the bodies were buried, yeah. it, it, most particularly how the in, there was an infant found. And it was how the infant was wrapped and – that no crazed killer of a man would ever God. take the time to wrap a baby that Horrifying. Way. It is. It's it's disgusting. It's so bizarre to be even talking about a serial killer case or alleged one because we just thankfully haven't had one. Well, I got news for you. They got one loose in Austin and they're not and they don't say it because they don't want people to be panicked. Oof. But Diener, you're lucky you get out alive.
because they were By going the after skin of your teeth. There was mostly oh, chores. I, <laughs> I don't. But here's the thing that they're not saying. I think most of the guys are gay guys, and they're not saying it. Because most of Again, the bars the were they. Again, by the skin of your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I got out just in time. But there are guys from out of town, and it was a particular stretch of bars, and these guys all disappeared with somebody, and they end up in this lake. Mm. Yeah, at least the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. It's craziness. It's horrible. So. All right, Crazy. how about this? You don't win, you have to win Powerball to apparently <laughs> buy a Ford electric vehicle, the F-150 Lightning Pickup. Is now at a reduced price. Didn't they raise the price though? They did. But when is the last time you've heard of any kind of a price cut on any new vehicle? Is it a sign? Wow, I don't know. So it, what's it cost now? Industry watchers say it's an effort to stand out in a crowded field of new electric car and truck models. Yeah, they're not selling enough. Yeah, well, it's too expensive. This why? Yeah. Uh, Ford says the uh, Pro model is now priced at forty nine thousand nine hundred ninety five. So fifty grand. MSRP. And it's, that's what it's down, down nearly ten grand. Wow, I don't know. I don't know. Other models getting a price cut between six thousand and nearly nine thousand bucks. Well, you know what? Hey, go look at a brand new Ford, right? Uh, and if you're trying to buy a, like an F two fifty, it's all they're a lot of money. They're very expensive. Very they very are. expensive. And any Great truck trucks, is expensive. Very expensive. But still, all the other trucks. I think if you look at Chevys or you look at Dodges, they're considerably less. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it could be they're losing in the market. Maybe that's why. Well, coming up next, a story of survival. It's a feel-good story, too. This guy, this Australian guy, was lost at sea for almost three months with his dog when they found him. Oh, well, it's incredible. It really is. We'll hear from that coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. The task force worked as a team to move forward with that information and their investigation and ultimately confirmed that Rex Hewerman was in fact the individual responsible for at minimum the deaths of three women. So you might have heard the top of the hour news from ABC like we did where there's some, uh, I don't know if you call them new developments, just new speculation in this, what's now being dubbed the Long Island serial killer case. This this thing is getting creepy by, creepier by the moment. Well, it's going to get creepier probably by the moment for a while while they find out all this information. Uh, the question is, once they start putting pieces together, my biggest question has always been, why did he stop killing in 2011? Traditionally, if you had followed any serial killer case, they don't stop. Stop killing. No, right. They escalate, if anything. Because it breaks the pattern, right? Right. They escalate because the thrill of killing, they need more of it, whatever the case may be. So the question is, why did he stop in 2011? He wasn't incarcerated. But then at the top of the hour, in the news, they said now they're linking three women who were found killed in Portland. Serial killer. Portland, Oregon. Did he go to Portland, Oregon? Because they're looking at what? What did you say to Atlanta? They had found, yeah, and they had found his vehicle in South Carolina. Yeah, so I what? don't, I don't, I don't get why his vehicles in South Carolina. But so this is turning into a national serial killer case. It's, 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 it's interesting. They well, look at Ted Bundy. He went across the country. Well, that's true, didn't he? You know? But it's, it's, it's just a matter of 
what they got to go back and they got to they'll put all this together because now you're going to have the FBI task force come in, special crime units come in, and they they'll they'll follow every step of his life for the past 20 years and they'll find out exactly where he was, whether it's through airline tickets or toll Ugh. booths or pictures from a toll booth or whatever the case may be. And if they believe he's linked to these killings in Portland, they're going to find out he was in Portland at the time that the killings took place. It's horrifying. I mean, it's I can't remember the last time we had an active serial killer mystery you know, happening. Yeah, that was... It just hasn't happened, thank no, God. No, thank God. All that you knew of. Right, right. Because they try to keep it pretty quiet, like that situation in Austin. Because the last thing you wanted uh, your city to be known as, the serial killer city. I remember being in New York City when the Son of Sam situation was going on. You did not leave. Yeah. You did not leave wherever you were unless you had a police escort or you had 20 other people with you. You didn't go out. It was just that simple. So here, here's what they know. Everybody, t- he was, you know, described as a quiet family man, as they always are. His wife was away, the authorities are saying now, in Maryland, New Jersey, and Iceland when the three Gilgo Beach victims that they know of, that they officially have charged him with, right. uh, disappeared. Yeah, they said she was out of it's town the same all the time. timeline. Because they're trying to figure out what did the wife know. Right. Okay, and just imagine if you're married to this man. You know, and then you find out your husband's a serial killer, I, and you think, oh, my God. I probably had absolutely no idea. Yeah. They were everybody he worked with. They're, now they're finding them. They're, they're shocked. Well, it's like that, was that BTK? The, the buying yeah. torture, Dennis, what, Dennis Rader, is that what his name was? Yeah. The same thing. He had three kids. They had no idea. His wife, he was a church guy. They had no idea he was a serial killer. Here's more speculation they're starting to look into now. So they had a, another one called the Eastbound Strangler. Uh, in the same area, but a little bit, you know, a little bit off. And the Long Island serial killer, him, is that the same person? Four 2006 murders of women in Atlantic City could be linked to him. And that would explain that, you know, timeline where supposedly he went quiet. Well, apparently not. Well, what happened between 2011 and now? Right. Where has he been? I think they said the reason they, they arrested him coming out of his Manhattan office was he had been stalking somebody. And they thought he was getting ready to strike again. And then just two weeks ago... They had some girl who was at a park near Gilgo Beach, near this house where this the serial killer guy lives. And she said she was getting ready to go for a walk or a run. And all of a sudden she goes, he popped out of the woods. And she goes, he was just kind of creepy. She ended up leaving and getting in her car. So I'm thinking, can you imagine that poor girl thinking, holy cow, I, I could have been his next victim. They're saying wow. in Massapequa Park, they're going to go through his house again, an office again, looking for more stuff. They bring dogs in. They must, right? Yeah. I the amount assume. of weapons they brought out of there, though. They just said it was a quarter million dollars worth of weapons. Quarter million. It had a secret room wow. in the basement. They know that. They're revealing things little by little. God, it's all horrifying. I, you know what? His family's going through hell right now, and those are the poor people I feel badly for. Yeah. Because, you know, his wife had no idea yeah, what but, was going but on. closure for the families of people that lost some. Yeah, you know. Just, I'd say give me a baseball bat and put me in a room with them. Yeesh. All right. Uh, this is happening locally. The first pretrial hearing in the classified documents case against President Trump. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Set for today. Is it really? It's likely to focus on how classified materials will be shared between Trump's team and the team of special counsel Jack Smith. Mm. I say they spend their time getting little Fort Pierce, Florida, ready for the media onslaught that's coming. Yeah. They're trying to push it back to December. Oh, great. Which Christmas they pro- time. They probably will. <laughs> wow. So where are you going to go? There's no place to stay in Fort Pierce. They're not going to be able to accommodate all these people. Mm, right. It's going to, I mean, Fort Pierce, great little downtown, but it's small. It is. It's, it's you know, I, I'm not knocking it because, you know, we go there all the time, but it's, it's, there's not much there. 
if I had a condo there, that would be an Airbnb whenever they set the trial date. Yeah, you're right. Because all these people, all these news, and you know every news media in the world is going to descend on poor, little are. Fort Pierce. They're going to make a fortune out of this. So yeah. good. Put the price up. Enjoy. All right, we need a feel-good story, I think, <laughs> after all of that frustration. I, th- I think we've got a real It's a survival story, really. The Florid Dope. No, not you. He's a good guy. Feel-good <laughs> story of the day. Did they make a movie about this guy? Oh, they have to. The first movie I thought of was Castaway. Well, they said it, that if if he didn't have the dog, he probably would have had a volleyballer. So maybe he would talk to his fishing pole. 51-year-old guy from Australia. He's fine, amazingly. He was lost at sea for two months, closer to three months at sea. This is great. I'm trying to figure out, though, why did the Australian guy leave from Mexico? Yeah, well, that's true, too. I, I, and he was going to, what, French Polynesian, yeah. and he hit a storm shortly after he took off, and that was the end of it. Nobody was with him except him and his dog. Dog made it too. Here's how they did it. He did have some fishing gear, thank God. He was probably on a fishing journey. They both survived on raw fish and rainwater. God love him. Man. But the look of him looks just like Tom Hanks in Castaway. The before and after. You're right. Before is regular looking guy. After is... (laughs) So the rescue boat. I can't figure out who the rescue boat is because it sounds like a guy with an American accent talking to him. And they said, can I get some ID, please? I'm Tim Shaddock. I'm from Australia. They said it was a Mexican tuna boat that found him in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Can you imagine? He said, one of the first things he said, he said, you don't realize how big the ocean is until you're in a boat in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing around you. Like, holy cow. Amazing story. They they really should make a a movie about that. They're not going to have Tom Hanks, are they? And he (laughs) may... Well, I don't know. He never gets where he's supposed to go. Don't travel with Tom Hanks. <laughs> and he took care. This guy took care of his dog too. I love that. Yeah, they said I mean, dog's going to be fine. I think that's great. But he lost weight. But I'm thinking, you know, I'm not a big fish person. Yeah, but you would be. Uh, but I'm thinking, how hungry do you have to be to eat a raw fish? I oh. guess you, you you would eventually do it. Yeah. The dog's oh. name is now Sushi. <laughs> It's amazing. Sushi roll, come on over here. Well, whenever we get some Dolly Parton news, we're not going to hold off on it. She she will never retire, she says, and I kind of love that. I I love her comment, though, about where she wants to go. I was like, okay. Yep. I could could agree with that. Powerball update as well as, oh, no, another update about the cocaine caper in the White House. Oh, come on. White House says they did a great job. Of course they did. That and more next. (laughs) The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I believe that uh, um, you know the Secret Service did a thorough investigation. Certainly not going to opine on the uh, on the investigation. Of course, of course, we're going to have confidence that they're going to do their jobs and do everything that they can to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> here, sure. Here we were thinking, well, the White House cocaine caper is that's a done deal. That's a done story. It's over, right? They they you know claim mm. they didn't. Find, no, it's not. It's still going because here's why: the White House press corps keeps asking about it. That was the majority of the questions yesterday. First time Corrine Jean-Pierre has, re- has talked about it since the Secret Service said, now nah, we can't find anybody. Yeah, they need the president to fall down again, you know, fall off his bike or something so there'd be a distraction story. There's no distraction stories. So now it's right. like, okay, uh, you really believe that no one knows who this cocaine belonged to. It's the rare story where no one believes their answer. Usually, and even a year ago, you would never have White House right. reporters you know, uh, on the beat, still asking her questions about something because they flat out don't believe it. How, it's, it. Do you believe anything this administration does? I mean, personally, no. Do but you know still, any- they usually do. This wouldn't have happened a year ago. 
Yeah, you're right. If what, you had what shifted made him this turn? back a year ago, they would have. They would have. It would never would have gotten this far. They would have killed the story. What's the turning point? They want Joe out. Wow. They want Joe out to, so to they drop in, in Gavin Newsom. Oh, they want him out God. as soon as possible. And you think Joe's bad? Wait till they bring Gavin Newsom in. Right. Oh my gosh, he'll give away the world. Jeez. Just shocked that, that this is still I'm, happening. And it's I'm not going to stop. Too. No, until somebody finally, they, they got to have a patsy. Even if they just have a patsy, oh, yeah. they have to come up with a name and a person. Right. It was Joe Smith, and he worked for X, and he's no longer allowed in the White House, and the Secret Service is taking care of it, and the charges have been pressed, you know, uh, whatever the case may be. They just got, they got to make something up at this point. But no, no one buys it. No. Speaking of the swamp. Yes. A papal envoy. Boy. Get ready for the papal envoy. Ever had wow. one of those come to your house? I had a cut once. It's, it's headed to Washington in the Vatican's efforts to bring peace to Ukraine. Now, here's yeah. the shocking part of this. First time I've heard any contingence, contingency anywhere to talk about peace and ask for peace. Zelensky sure isn't doing it. And we're not we're sure doing not it. doing it. Russia nope. just wants full control. Yeah. So, it's, no. It's taken right. this long for somebody to try to usher in a peace deal. Isn't that amazing? Well, good. I'm on the Pope side. Cardinal Matteo Zuppi, Zuppi? Zuppi, I think. will meet with President Biden at the White House later Many on soups. today. It's part of a three-day visit. Let's talk about the human cost of the war. Good. I'm glad the church is doing that. Good. Thankfully, somebody finally is doing that. Well, whether or not the White House even d- does anything about it, I mean, out of respect, you're going to meet with your your advisor there from the, the Vatican. But, you know, Joe, is he a Catholic today or is he somebody else? Because, you know, he only becomes Catholic when it behooves him. Well, today he'll be a full-on Catholic. Okay. All he'll right. be telling stories about, you know, growing up Catholic, and popcorn, going to school. Going, po- whatever his name was. Corn pop. Going to school to corn pop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before they became arch enemies. I was an altar boy with corn pop. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> please help us, please. <laughs> he's whatever the situation suits him. So true. Papal, sh- papal envoy? Oh, yeah. He's oh, yeah. Today. I'm sure he's going to talk about his trips to the Vatican <laughs> and, and hanging out with the Pope and going to the, you know, the papal pool. Sure. Having a grand old time. Yeah. Sure. There's, there's a papal pool? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. All I know, the Pope lives well. The Vatican is quite, quite the establishment. Yep. It really is. It's in, And the artwork inside the Vatican is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm, Catholics did well. We were just talking about this guy, but uh, they're expected to be another day of un- unveiling and bringing out belongings out of the suspected Long Island serial killer's house in Massapequa Park. Expect a lot from that. So if you're a police officer in another state, uh, i.e. Portland, Oregon, where they just announced that three women who were found dead recently, past couple of years, that all of those cases now linked, are you on the phone almost instantly if you were one of the original investigators calling New York going, okay, where was this guy yeah. on such and such a day in 2006 or seven or whatever year it was? Yep, because I think they're linking everything now. They don't come out with these kinds of suspicions Talking about a Portland, Oregon connection. Yeah, all of a the sudden. South Carolina was where they found his car. Unless you've get. had investigators from all those states saying, hey, I got something for you. Yeah. I think this, people, they don't, serial killers don't stop killing. There's a, there's a, a very, very real chance this thing is going to turn out to be one of the most horrific and biggest serial killer cases of all time. Honestly. Yeah. We may be looking at the early stages of it right now. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, in our life. The only thing you really read about, I mean, you know, I was here for Ted Bundy. I remember the day they zapped him. Yeah. 
It was the the standard joke was everybody was supposed to turn off their electricity so Sparky would have enough. <laughs> it was terrible, and, and and I don't know anybody who was offended by that comment. No, no, everybody hated Ted Bundy. Right. Uh, so I, I mean, he's probably the last one, right? Was there one after him I, I, that I we've mean, endured? Son of Sam was before, wasn't none it? That no, got, after. None that got as highly publicized. We just haven't had him. Thank God. I mean, but hmm. it's a remarkable thing to see this thing unveil. It's and it's horrifying. Well. The true crime podcasters are having a field day with Boy, this guy. Boy, that's true. It got him 10 more years of material. It sure did. There's no doubt. Because this, this is going to go, this investigation will go on for a very long time. Yes, it will. And now he's on suicide watch. Don't let this guy Epstein himself, okay? Yeah, really. People need answers. Well, we got answers in this. You know the old saying, you won't have this person to kick around anymore. Well, you will have Dolly Parton to kick around forever, and that's great news. She will never, ever retire, she says. Isn't that wonderful? She said if it was, uh, do you have a cut? Okay. Because she says she wants to go out in a certain way. Now, I'm not one to sit around doing nothing. I would never retire. I'll just hopefully drop dead in the middle of a song oh, on no. stage <laughs> someday. And hopefully when I've written, of course, we don't have much of a choice in that. But as long as I'm able to work, as long as my health is good and my husband is good, I mean, I would. the only way that I would ever slow down or stop would be for that reason. But in the meantime, I'm going to make hay while the sun shines. Wow. After her, she'd leave this world while performing on stage. She dropped dead in the middle of the song, preferably one she wrote. <laughs> right. Let's get the extra seven cents. Hopefully that doesn't happen for Holy cow. a long time. But I'm telling you, people who stay active live longer, I think. It's about movement. I, I tell you, she's, uh, she's pretty incredible, and she just keeps going. She just keeps going. Yeah, she really does. I mean, between the theme park, she's always there. Right. She's always just shows, especially around Christmas. I think that's why it's so – well, it, it's it's also very – it's beautiful at Christmas when they decorate it. But she always has a tendency to just show up because she's in Gatlinburg at the time. And people are always – I think that's why she gets such a big crowd at Christmas time. They're waiting for her to show up unexpectedly. Hard candy Christmas. Oh, God, no. She did that other one, Christmas in the Square or something. It was pretty good. It's a really good show. Only song I've ever heard her do that I cannot stand is Hard Candy Christmas. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not much sure. That is an awful it's, song. It's like, and I'm pretty sure she didn't write that. What was the shoes one, too? Christmas shoes. That, oh. that one, oh, that was. <laughs> Woke Dean her up just now. Uh, yeah, that is the most depressing that, song in the world. That'll rip the Christmas spirit right out of yeah, you. Give me jingle bells any day of the week, please. Yeah, I'd rather hear Grandma <laughs> got run over by a reindeer than I'd, Christmas shoes. I'd rather yeah. hear Ray Conniff singers. <laughs> oh God, no! For eight straight hours than Hard Candy Christmas. Who oh, are no. the Ray Conniff singers? I always wondered who they were. Did well, they get paid a great five and a half more money? months? You'll hear a lot of them. Uh, it's true. <laughs> hey, I was pushing for right after Halloween the other day. <laughs> I know. It's like, come on, start that Christmas music early. Well, we gotta, we're going to start rapid fire in just a couple of minutes. Going around the room with some news you might want to know. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right. It's time to find out what the heck is going on in the world. Jen's our leadoff hitter. I have all plane stories, and this one horrifies me. A United Airlines flight flying from Zurich, Germany, to Chicago. It's a long flight. Getting ready to land last night, just before it hit Chicago. One of the people who lives near the Chicago airport hears, Bob, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, goes, geez. 
oh my God, what was that? Goes running outside and there's this big rubber thing in its backyard. One of the plane slides, the emergency slide, detached from the plane, fell from oh. the plane on top of this guy's house, damaged his roof, bounced off the roof, landed in the backyard. Oh, I'm glad nobody's hurt, but I know it's it. kind of awesome for a party, isn't it? I mean, a slide? slide? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was all balled up. Oh, it wasn't like a blue okay, up when it right. hit. One of the evacuation slides ended up in his backyard. I'm thinking I would be the same way. Can we inflate it? Let's have some How's fun. How's it even happen, though? Bro? I don't know. Well, that's the question. That's the, the real question. Yeah. How did he make it all the way from Germany? All the way across the pond? Actually, that was my other question. There's a Zurich in Germany? No, Zurich. Where is Zurich? Where is Zurich? Sorry. Oh, I oh, thought... No, my mistake. <laughs> Sorry. Switzerland? Switzerland. Switzerland yeah. Wrong country. I so thought there I was from Zurich. Zurich, Switzerland, all the way. So the I Germans would never let their slides be on here. <laughs> it's the Swiss. It's, it's, the, it's the medicine I'm on. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it leaves from... But it makes it all the way from Zurich. It's going to be what? A 10-hour flight. It's a solid flight. You know? Yeah. Easily. And yeah. it gets just before it lands in O'Hare. It loses the, the inflatable slide. Guy's calling all his friends. Hey, the, air, the FAA didn't come to pick up that slide yet. You want to come over for the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> He's blowing it up with a bicycle pump. Let's get the hose, the so soap. Let's see what this puppy can do. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, just think of the ramifications. In the event there was an emergency, they don't have a slide. They got one missing. I don't yeah. know how many slides it had. Probably four, but still. Yeah, how does that pop out? I don't know. Uh, it makes you wonder. Because huh? I thought it came out of a, the emergency door. Me, too. Yeah, well, you would think. Oh, I'm sure there's a, there's a hatch underneath the door. Oh, so. I don't know. <laughs> Well, this is a uh, breaking story this morning. Hate to see this because we know how it went the last time. Uh, U.S. national, Mm. American, is in North Korea. Why? In custody after crossing the border from South Korea. Now, you may be saying, how the heck does that happen? Uh, Fair question, but still. United States said Tuesday that the man was taking a tour of the joint security area. You know, the DMZ, demilitarized zone. Between the two nations, he entered North Korea without authorization. Okay. He has not been publicly identified. Okay, every time you look at the DMZ... There's that one little hut where you got the North Korean soldiers. And then there's that, and then, pe- that yeah, pebble walkway yeah, thing. Right. And you know what? It was even in a, like a Mission Impossible movie. It was even in Stripes, for God's sake. Right. <laughs> so how do you make the mistake of crossing over the DMZ? Don't leave the tour. It's just Don't that simple. Don't wander off the tour. You know, I you do not want to. And let me tell you, a little chubby, he's getting fatter by the day. His sister's running that country now. She's crazier than he is. This is not the administration I'd want to live under if you're somebody that's being held by North Korea. Unless you play basketball. We have, well, yeah. Oh. We have less leverage than ever right now. Yeah. That's, that's... I hope we're not looking at an auto warm beer situation. Oh, you remember that God. poor kid? That poor kid. That poor family. I'd oh just my love God. to know more details, too. Why? What? What? Let, I don't understand. Who goes on a tour? That? I don't know. Who goes over I'd, to North Korea? I'd love to go see South Korea, go to Seoul, but the DMZ? Eh, no. I can look at that on TV. I'm good. Yeah, it looks good in movies, too. Yeah, that's about you it. Know? No. Remember Did the Trump, Trump little, little yeah, chubby meeting? Trump yeah. was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm walking down there. Let's do this. <laughs> Shook his hand. He's walking on the rocks. Yeah. You know, just that simple. That was a big deal. Um, I know you guys are playing Powerball and everything, and I guess I was instead a billion dollars. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do with my money if I win. What's that? Go to see Messi in a soccer game. Have How you much seen are this? tickets? You're going to need it. Seats for his expected first match. Lionel Messi, of course, was, what? in case you missed it, it was all over the place, but he was uh, announced, introduced to the Miami fans a couple nights ago in the pouring rain for the new for the Inter-Miami team. Yeah, they originally, when they, they first announced it, they were like 1200 bucks, but then they went back down to like 300 bucks a piece. Well, 
They went back up. Oh, dear. Seats for his expected first match, which is on Friday, when he's, you know, enter Miami, they're going to be taking on their opponent. $110,000. Oh, come on. Messi up wouldn't to. even pay that. No. Up to. But this is, you understand, these are people, these are ticket brokers or people who had tickets for that they paid like $17 yeah. for for Inter-Miami. Inter and they're like, let me try to cash in on this. And they put it at some astronomical price to see if someone's going to buy Just it. Just to okay. see what they can get. Sure. I got an easier way for you to do it. Go to uh, Mayor Suarez's uh, okay. campaign site. That's right. Make a dollar donation. He's holding on to two tickets for the Friday's game. And all you're going to do is true. make a dollar donation that's to the fair. mayor's presidential campaign. So he gets 40000 so he can go into the debate next week. Do you think anyone could trade Taylor Swift tickets for messy tickets? Oh, that's a sh- Like if you have an art, like someone from Argentina right. who's a Taylor Swift fan. Right. But you know by birth they're a Messi fan. Well, yeah. I don't know what they do. I don't know. I think they go with Messi. They probably would. I think so. All right, two really? Taylor Swift yeah. tickets for one messy ticket. All right, there you go. Is that the fair exchange? <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> really? Yeah. Probably. Wow. Because you know how valuable those are these days. There's, there's still the Taylor Swift tour is still getting thousands of dollars for them. That's crazy. Aftermarket. Yeah, that's and true. every time she plays in any market, it's like every celebrity within a thousand yep. mile radius yeah. shows up. Yep. It's with their kids and they're it, backstage. It's the thing. You got to be there. All right. Talked about another plane incident, but this one's pretty cool. Connecticut woman, we don't know what her name is, 68 years old, have no idea if she has any flight school training whatsoever, flying into Martha's Vineyard on a private airplane. Oh, I saw this. Pilot suffered a medical emergency. Wow. Unconscious. She has, they said, the 79-year-old pilot, she just kind of pushed him out of the way. She got in the seat. She talked to the tower. This woman landed the plane Saturday afternoon. Belly it without the wheels, belly down, but she still landed it safely. Hey, she got it down, okay? She's okay. She saved the pilot's life. He's going to be okay too. That's unreal. It is unreal. What an amazing, oh, cool under pressure, man. I would, I would. That's uh, amazing. I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. I guess if it's between you and you know death, and you're the one in charge. That, that reminds me of. Yeah, that's true. I guess adrenaline takes survival instinct takes yeah. over, but. That reminds me of something from like an 80s show, like like the A-Team or something. Like that's like a plot line from an A-Team. 40 yeah. minutes of drama. This person right. has to flee in the plane. B.A. Baracus on the phone That's with her. right. Okay, Murdoch now. talks him through. Pull up on, pull up on the right. yoke. Yeah. Uh, I guess if it's a little plane, it's probably a lot easier than landing a jetliner, you know? True. And with a pilot shortage, she just got an offer from Delta. That's right. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. for her. <laughs> so just imagine what was happening even... Really, even about a year and a half ago, with the mask mandates and what was happening, what you looked like when you went into service places and fast food restaurants. Right. Now, flash forward to current times. Okay. How different is this? Mm. In and out. The burger chain, mostly out west. Right. They're actually now barring employees. Won't allow them to wear masks in five states. I like this organization. Not, al- not allowed. What a turn okay. of events. And and I, I I took a guess earlier about why. Yep. It's because you can't see people's faces. You are exactly right on that, Jim. You know? And it's 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 off putting, is what it is. S- starting August fourteenth, employees in Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, and Texas will not be allowed to wear a medical mask at work unless you have a doctor's note. So you have to get a doctor's note to be allowed to wear one. Holy cow. It'll apply to workers in California, where In-N-Out is based, too. Why? Jen's right. The new mask guideline emphasizes the importance of customer service and the ability to show employees smiles. But it makes you wonder how many employees of In-N-Out Burger are still wearing a mask. 
Some. You know? I mean, they're, 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 but you, you know this came from an internal survey they did where they talked to some of their own customers in this. I, we've all experienced it. Do you remember that? I could not hear people in masks. Drove right. crazy. A lot of people in service industry used it as an excuse to hide behind the mask and have no customer service. What yeah. if you read lips? You know, Seriously. What, what if you were hearing right. impaired and you read lips? What did you do during COVID? It was tough for people. Wow. And we already, we already had, we've seen study after study now of small kids when they're first learning, where they, they use a lot of facial gestures to right. learn words, right. and you know, like like pre-K kids. That stunted their development because mm-hmm. teachers were wearing masks. Are we ever going to look back at that time and say, what were we thinking as a society? Yeah, why isn't Fauci I in hope prison? So. Oh boy, he should be for sure. It's just it seems like a fever dream that that happened. I know. Well, <laughs> we should have learned from history. He was totally wrong about AIDS. Oh, he was way off. Have I mean, we you kept know? saying that too? Oh yeah. No, 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 no. So then we believed him during COVID. Don't know why. Mm. Well, neither do I. But anyway. <laughs> yes. Anywho, yeah. this is talk of. So speaking of things actually that we have no idea about, how about this? The the age of the universe. It's, it's old. old. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Okay, we've worked too so, long together. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. You're both right. It is old. It has been said for, I don't know, maybe since the 70s, that the age of the universe is 13.7 billion years old. How'd they figure that out? They found a dinosaur <sighs> from another planet. Mine. But now a new study. Don't you love this new study? Oh, yeah. Claims that the age of the universe is actually estimated to be double that. 26 billion years old. Really? The age of the universe. Yeah, they're just guessing at this point. I don't know, but like Jen said, I I don't understand where they came up with these numbers. What studies are they doing? I understand we have the new telescopes and we can look further out and we can measure things, but it's... Yeah, but that was, you know, (laughs) they're saying the universe, but they've only discovered maybe a fraction of the universe. And it's how do they know? It's ever expanding, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. never stops growing. So we, so we think, yeah. So how do they know? Fraction. All we know of the universe is a grain of sand on the beach. That's all we know of it. You, you think, think about, about that. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So think our, our universe is a grain of sand or something else's fingernail. Yeah, pretty much. So, but that's greatest. Oh. <laughs> Twenty. That greatest sand is 26 billion years old, apparently. Right. So that's amazing. That's what they're saying okay. now. Well, I feel a little bit younger right now. Thank you. <laughs> Not anything I'll ever have to worry about. <laughs> it's like they talk about. You know, the sun is going to burn out. Well, Not in my lifetime. <laughs> Maybe five billion years from now. No, I'm good. All, yeah, I'm all yeah. set. All right. <laughs> we got uh, our last segment of the uh, day coming up next, so what we're going to do is lighten it up a little bit. We're going to have to give you the update on the serial killer story, but then there'll be some good stuff, like this floor dope. An angry woman weaponized a burrito. Oh, my God, no. It's the burrito weapon charge. Are you kidding me? It's a the travesty. burrito bandit. It's you, terrible. She no. wasted good food. Exactly. <laughs> That's what everybody is saying. Yeah. Can, it's like, how no, could you do that? They're not thinking about the victim. It's how could you do that to a burrito? <laughs> terrible. Anyway, that and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We have a lot of pieces that when put together, I think they tell a story, and that certainly is a key piece. All right. We'll uh, give you the latest update, because I, I think this story is only going to grow. I really got that feeling. That's the Suffolk, Suff, Suffolk if I can talk, Please. County DA Ray Tierney on Long Island, as he says the evidence is mounting up against the Long Island serial killer, yeah, possibly in other states. Yeah, they're, they're probably going to find out that this guy never did stop killing after 2011, just took his killings somewhere else, so... And it, it, I don't believe in coincidences. And this morning, they all of a sudden reveal that these killings that took place with right. these women in Portland, Oregon, are all related. 
you know, before they said they weren't, now they are. But so now they're going to say, was he responsible for the killings in Portland? And there were kill- killings somewhere else, too. So they're going to look at every every dump site there is in this country. And he said that same DA said today is the day they're going through more of the stuff in that house, the dilapidated house in, on Long Island. Well, they didn't grab out enough. You see all the guns that they brought out of there? They said he had a half a quarter million dollars worth a quarter million dollars worth of guns. That's a lot more than just home defense. Yeah, that's a, that's like an arsenal. You're waiting for the apocalypse with that thing. One more angle on this because everybody's talking now, right? They all knew him. Yeah. A female client of his oh dear. is revealing a bone-chilling comment he made about the murders. She drove him home one night because they were working together on a project. He's an architect. Can you imagine? On a project uh, in Brooklyn. Needed a ride home, no problem. She says, and she's unidentified, he made a comment, brought it up on his own, she says, about the Gilgo Beach serial killings. And he said, nah, it's so strange, they were all wrapped in burlap. He says it out of nowhere. Oh, my God. And this how guy, would know We're going to find out this guy did so much more. Yeah. I just have this feeling. It's horrible. Jeez. Uh, all right. Let's Creepy. lighten things up with... The dumb folks. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Jane, you're never going to guess which city in Florida this oh, let one's me guess. from. The Florid Dope of the Take Day. It, think about it. Where are they all from? No, Clearwater. So <laughs> Clearwater. St. Pete. Ah, I was close enough. Okay. Same water. It's okay. 46-year-old woman is facing charges now. She weaponized a burrito. Oh, come on. She's wasting good food. And didn't even hit her intended victim. Hit a random, some rando in the face. How, how, how drunk was this woman? Very. Happened at a restaurant in St. Pete called Rick's Reef. She was arguing with a guy, threw her burrito at him, missed, and hit somebody else. Oh, my God. <laughs> it sounds like something like out of a movie, Just you know, where bam! somebody throws something at somebody and they miss somebody and hit the old lady that's yeah. all dressed up sitting at the table. Depending on how full it was, that could really hurt. Wow. Uh, yeah. She left the restaurant, but she lives just down the street, so the cops caught up with her quickly. She was not cooperative. Oh, I wonder charges why. charges for disorderly conduct. She tried to hit them with tacos. <laughs> <laughs> How does she waste good food? That's what everybody's saying. Man, Stop you it. wasted a burrito. Stop it. Well, make sure you go buy a Mega Millions ticket and a Powerball for tomorrow night. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We can't wait to see you then. Thanks for listening. Take care.